0: Hello, this is Veronica from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of August. 40 days after taking over, Eknath Shinde's government expanded the state cabinet today. An oath taking ceremony took place at the Raj Bhavan in Mumbai where nine leaders each from the BJP and the Shiv Sena were sworn in. Until today, the cabinet which has over 40 births, had only comprised Shinde and Deputy Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis. While 18 new members were sworn in today, not all the births have been filled. From the BJP, the Cabinet's new members are Sudhir Mungantiwar, Chandrakant Patil, Girish Mahajan, Radhakrishna Vikhe Patil, Vijay Kumar Gavit, Ravindra Chavan, Mangal Prabhat Lodha, Atul Save and Suresh Khade. On the Shiv Sena's side, Dada Bhuse, Uday Saman, Sandeepan Bhumare, Deepak Kesarkar, Shambhu Raj Desai, Abdul Sattar, Tanaji Sawant, Gulab Rao Patil and Sanjay Rathod were inducted. In June, Shinde along with a group of SENA MLAs had rebelled against Uddhav Thakre and formed an alliance with the BJP. Uddhav resigned and on 30th of June, Shinde was sworn in as Maharashtra Chief Minister. BJP's Devendra Fadnavis was sworn in as the Deputy Chief Minister. In the last few weeks, Shinde and Fadnavis had held multiple meetings in Delhi and reportedly had discussions with the BJP High Command. Janata Dal United Chief Nitish Kumar resigned as Bihar Chief Minister today, shortly after breaking the JDU's alliance with the BJP. Kumar met State Governor Fagu Chauhan this afternoon and handed over his resignation letter he also submitted a letter of support from 160 MLAs to the state governor. The move comes after speculations of a rift between the JDU and the BJP. Kumar had been absent from several government meetings recently, including a Niti Aayog meeting chaired by Prime Minister Narendra Modi on Sunday. Prior to his resignation, Kumar held a party meeting with MLAs earlier today. At the meeting, he reportedly decided to break the alliance. Citing sources, The Quint reported that Kumar said that the BJP was conspiring to break the JDU. After submitting his resignation, Kumar went to the residence of RJD Chief Lalu Yadav's wife, Rabri Devi, in Patna. Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal said today that the election commission has recognised the Aam Admi Party as a political party in Goa. After a review of the AAP's performance in the Assembly poll held earlier this year, the EC gave the party recognition. The EC said that the party had fulfilled conditions laid down in Para 6A of the election symbols reservation and allotment order. The party had won two seats and received a vote share of 6.77% in the Goa election held earlier this year. Kejriwal pointed out that if the party were to be recognised in another state, it would be declared as a national party. The app is already recognised in Delhi and Punjab. In a Twitter post, Kejriwal congratulated party volunteers and thanked the public. The party is also looking to gain a foothold in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh. Both the states go to polls later this year. The Uttar Pradesh police today arrested Noida politician Shrikant Tyagi in Meerut. His arrest comes a day after the administration raised an alleged illegal structure outside his home in Noida's Grand Omax. Tyagi had been on the run after a video went viral showing him abusing and manhandling a woman at Grand Omax. Subsequently, several residents accused him of intimidation. On 5th of August, Tyagi's lawyer moved a surrender application in a court in Greater Noida. Before his arrest, the UP police had announced a reward of 25,000 rupees for information on him, saying he's a serial offender with nine cases against him already. He also faces prior charges pertaining to extortion and attempt to murder, NDTV reported. Tyagi had claimed to be a member of the BJP Kisan Morcha. According to NDTV, he had several photos with BJP leaders on his social media accounts. However, the party has denied having links with him. Listeners, while the bulldozer action on Tyagi's apartment is par for the course, That was not the case in some instances where houses of ordinary people belonging to a particular community were raised down in Madhya Pradesh earlier this year. Since December 2020, the Shivraj Singh Chauhan government's bulldozers have razed homes and shops in almost all the state's 52 districts. The chief minister has portrayed the bulldozer campaign as overdue, if legally rubious action, against the mafia and organised criminals. But is it? News Laundry went on the ground to find out. Read my colleagues Prateek Goyal and Ashwini Kumar Singh's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled, Bulldozer Terror, Shivrat Chauhan's War on Crime Leaves Ordinary Lives in Ruin. We're able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as three hundred rupees only. Pay to keep news free. Former Lieutenant Governor of Delhi Anil Bajal, hit out at the Aam Aadmi Party today and said that allegations that he changed his stance on the new excise policy are baseless and motivated. On Saturday, Deputy Chief Minister of Delhi, Manish Sisodia, had recommended to the CBI that a probe be conducted into Bajal's alleged change of mind. Last month, the state government had rolled the policy back, shortly after allegations of procedural lapses and violation of rules. In an op-ed in Hindustan Times, Bajal wrote that the allegations against him were nothing but blatant lies and falsehoods, being perpetrated by a desperate man to save his own skin. Sisodia had alleged that as LG of Delhi, Behjal had approved the policy but took a U-turn at the last minute and introduced new conditions due to which some of the licensees gained an advantage. Behjal claimed that it appeared that the AAP government of Delhi and Sisodia initially claimed record revenues through excise by manipulating figures. Taiwan's foreign minister Joseph Wu said today that China is using its military drills to prepare to invade Taiwan. Last week, China had launched large-scale military drills encircling the island country. The drills followed the visit of US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan and were perceived as a response to the visit. While speaking at a press conference in Taipei, Wu said that China was conducting large-scale military exercises and missile launches as well as cyber attacks, disinformation and economic coercion in an attempt to weaken public morale in Taiwan. He went on to say that after the drills conclude, China may try to routinize its action in an attempt to wreck the long-term status quo across the Taiwan Strait. China considers Taiwan to be its territory. The military drills which started last week were supposed to finish on 7th of August. However, the People's Liberation Army continued its drills today, The Guardian reported. Wu has accused China of gross violations of international law. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.